We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Hoosier Huddle Podcast. I'm your host, Sammy Jacobs. Along with me is TJ Inman. And we are here uh, to discuss the cancellation of the Big Ten football schedule. Unfortunately, the Big Ten came, uh, came down today and said that uh, the Big Ten, uh, Big Ten fall season for all sports has been canceled, and they'll look to push to the spring. In a release from the Big Ten uh, conference, the, the Big Ten conference announced the postponement of the 2021 fall sports season, including all regular season contests and Big Ten championships and tournaments due to the ongoing health and safety concerns related to the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, in making this decision, which is based on multiple factors, the Big Ten relied on uh, the medical advice of the Council of the Big Ten Task Force. Uh, that was from TJ. Um, but again, back to the Big Ten, Morton Shapiro, chair of the Big Ten Council of Presidents, Chancellors, and Northwestern University pre uh, President, said our primary responsibility is to make the best possible decisions in the interest of our students, faculty, and staff. Uh, Indiana Athletic Director Scott Dolson also released a statement saying, I am heartbroken by today's news of the postponement of the Big Ten fall sports schedule. As a lifelong Hoosier and IU sports fan, I am disappointed that we won't be able to enjoy seeing our teams compete, but I am most devastated for our students. They invest an enormous amount of time, effort, and energy for the opportunity to re represent IU on the field. But as difficult as it is to absorb, I am confident it is the right decision. Throughout this process, the Big Ten Conference has made the health and safety of our students, staffs, and communities the number one concern and priority. Today, our medical experts believe it is not currently safe to take the next step to participating in intercollegiate competitions. I continue to appreciate Commissioner Kevin Warren for his leadership and guidance through these unprecedented times. We will continue uh, to focus on the development of our students academically and athletically as we move forward. Uh, so TJ, it was a, a day we all saw coming, and I'll get you to unmute here in a second. Uh, it's a day we all saw coming. It's, uh, it was a whirlwind of, of 24 hours where it looked like yesterday there was a small bit of hope and, and how they handled this in the last 28, 36 hours uh, was borderline embarrassing uh, for the Big Ten. But what's done is done. The Pac-12 followed uh, a little less than an hour later, canceling their fall sports. What's your initial response to this? 
Well, my initial response was just sadness, um, mainly. Um, and look, I, I want to preface this by saying that Sammy and I certainly both understand that, you know, canceling of a football season or postponing of a football season does not rise to the level of, you know, a tragedy that we've seen in terms of loss of life or uh, the economic devastation that, that is going on in the country. We totally get that. Uh, so we're not attempting to equate those two things or, or compare them. However, from strictly a, a recreation standpoint, a, 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 you know, pleasure standpoint um, and an enjoyment standpoint, and then also the how important, you know, college football is to, to these college football communities and to these players and coaches um, and fans, you know, it's just a really sad, sad day uh, to have that taken away for, you know, 30 years of my life. Uh, that's what fall Saturdays have been is, you know, watching IU play football, watching other teams play football, uh, going to games and experiencing that on campus. I mean, uh, that has been a part it's my favorite time of the year, uh, every year, look forward to it. And to have that taken away while we knew it felt inevitable, uh, it's still a, a level of sadness, you know, has set in that um, I, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself uh, during the fall. Um, it's, I, I know that the players wanted to play. Uh, I know the coaches wanted to play. And ultimately, you know, the Big Ten chose to follow the advice of, of medical professionals that are way smarter than I am. And while I, my, my passion and my desire wanted to say, Let, let's play, uh, I, I recognize that, you know, following that medical advice is the right course of action. I do have some, certainly some questions that we can get into as far as um, how much of a difference it really makes if you're playing football and having kids in that atmosphere or sending them back to their own communities or just on campus. Um, lots of questions about that, but I think if, if you're the Big Ten, you are choosing to follow medical advice, and I, I don't have a quibble with that, but my, my overwhelming feeling is just uh, one of, of real sadness that this, uh, this season is, is lost. Yeah, I agree. I, I think it's 100% the right decision to make, um, although I do have some questions about it. Um, you're just at that point of time where if you look at the cases, especially in Indiana, they're going up. You had Brady Feeney out developing a heart condition. Apparently, there were 10 other players in the Big Ten that have that, have that same heart condition. Uh, while it's not a pop-up surprise, it's happened in other athletes uh, during this time. Uh, I think it was Eduard, or Eduardo Rodriguez with the Red Sox uh, shut his year down because of it. Um, so we'll see. My big question is, I, I get it. I think it's the right, it's the right call. Um, but then you look at 
I use the, the president who made the decision is welcoming 40,000, you know, students on campus or, you know, 10,000 freshmen this week. Uh, and we'll see where that goes. But if it's not safe for a football team getting tested every 72 hours, how is it safe to live in a dorm? Um, and I don't think it's safe to do either of them. But it's, you know, it, it, it's, it, it can't be not safe for one and safe for another. It, it's either safe or it's not safe. I, I don't think it's safe for either. Um, the way that they're going about it, apparently teams could have 20 hours a week with coaches to practice and things like that. Um, I get the big thing it was traveling and interacting with other teams and um, entering those variables into the equation uh, makes things a little bit more difficult. Uh, we'll see if there's a spring season. You know, the Big Ten, I, I think this is society in general. We've had no leadership step up and say, hey, this is our plan. Let's, let's get it uh, done correctly. And you can see that the, with 12, K-12 schools, where every school district is doing their own thing. Uh, it started with, you know, there was supposed to be solidarity, solidarity in, uh, in Indianapolis. So Washington Township jumped the gun and went virtual, I think, through Labor Day. And then all these other districts that either were opening, were not opening, um, and, and things like that. And, and everybody's scattered all over the place. We needed to have one plan, and now you're seeing it in college football with the Big 12, ACC, and SEC not canceling, but the Big 10 and Pac-12 are canceling. You have Nebraska who, look, if they want to leave the Big 10, don't let the door hit you on the way out. All you've done is complain and moan uh, about being in the Big 10. I don't think it was a good fit for them anyway. Uh, if you want to go and see if one of those conferences wants you, go ahead. Um, but it, it's everybody's got to be on the same page. And, and this is where not having a college football czar or commissioner is really, really hurting the sport. Um, they, they just need somebody with a voice. You saw it, just a microcosm of it with the Big Ten saying, well, they voted, but they didn't vote, and it wasn't a real vote. It wasn't an official vote. It's coming out at 6 o'clock tonight. It's coming out at 3 o'clock tomorrow, 10.30 tomorrow morning. It's just – it's been a cluster, and it's frustrating, uh, and I think that's the thing. But you have to look at player safety and, and all those things. While, you know, football is an inherently dangerous game, uh, you have an opportunity to take some of that danger out by postponing uh, or canceling to the spring uh, or even just pushing, pushing the season to 20, the fall of 2021 and just getting a restart. But the, I think the lack of leadership, the lack of a real plan, and the lack of everybody who refused to wear a mask, had said that it inhibits their freedoms and things like that, this is today is the culmination of all that. You you wanted freedom, uh, you wanted that that uh, momentary satisfaction that we all crave. Uh, you know to to walk through Kroger down the wrong aisle or you know go to a, a bar 
uh, without a mask and, and do the, all that stuff. Well, it's time to pay the piper and the, and the, that payment rent is always due and the rent due just cost us the college football season. And as a football only site, I'm kind of pissed off. Um, but I'm not mad at the big 10 or the doctors or anything like that. It's, Look, they made the decision. I thought it was the right decision, and we, we're going to have to move on. Uh, anything to add to that, TJ, uh, if you can unmute? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the I, I don't disagree with you at all. The lack of – and we, we're not going to get into, you know, political stances or anything like that. This, this is not a political issue, and it's not a political statement to say that the lack of, of a federal response uh, from the very get-go um, and then what has followed has been a, a lack of leadership at basically every level um, has, has caused us to eventually get to a point where we are not going to have a Big Ten season and it's very possible won't have any type of college football season. Uh, I do view it as inevitable uh, that the other conferences will you know, uh, come to the same conclusion that the Big Ten has and postpone. Um, and, you know, I, I, I'm angry about it. I am saddened by it. Uh, I, I don't think I've wrapped my head around Saturdays without IU football and without college football. Um, that's going to be a tough one for sure. Uh, I, I think for me now, and today is, you know, a day to, to mourn this. You know, you mentioned let's get this kind of funeral over with. Uh, and that, that is a bit what it feels like in, in sports terms. Um, I think tomorrow begins kind of the asking questions phase about what does this mean for the program? What does this mean for the individual players? Uh, and I'm sure that the IU coaches are already maybe trying to figure that out. Um, and I think that there's a lot of questions that are going to need to be answered. Barry Alvarez did mention uh, just recently here that, that programs are going to have somewhat of a practice schedule, 20-hour work weeks uh, to, to have with their teams. So – I guess essentially you're going to have all fall to just work on your own team. Now, financially, what's the sport going to look like whenever it comes back? Uh, what is IU's program going to look like when it comes back? I mean, how many guys uh, have we seen the last of on the field? Uh, we don't have any of that information right now, and I think that that's what the next – the next few weeks and maybe the next months are, are going to gonna tell us, and certainly the long-term financial impact of this um, is going to be a major task for Scott Dolson and the IU administration to figure out because uh, there's going to be a lot, a lot of things that have to be changed and altered, a lot of plans that, that were maybe in place that have to be switched uh, because the loss financially of a football season for the Bloomington community and for college football towns all across the country 
and athletic departments across the country, I do not think can be understated. It is a monumental loss. And, you know, the NCAA tournament, that, that's one thing. But that's, you know, that's a one-time event uh, that the NCAA had some insurance on. Uh, the, the loss of a college football season is a totally different beast entirely. Uh, and the fallout from this is going to be felt uh, in ways that we can't even begin to measure yet. Yeah, and Tom Allen just released a statement on Twitter. I'll read it for you. Um, you know, it's just it's a it's a sad time. I mean, there's no winner here. There's, there's going to be um, nobody's happy. You know, you know, people have said that they. You know, the media wanted football to be canceled. I don't think anybody um, wanted football to be canceled uh, or things like that. So Tom Allen released a statement shortly, just after 5 o'clock today. Uh, He said, my heart breaks for our players. I couldn't be prouder of the commitment and focus they have demonstrated from the start of this pandemic. They put in the work to get ready for a season. I love each and every one of them. And we will continue to support them and prepare uh, prepare them for what the future holds. Our coaching staff has been phenomenal. I appreciate their tireless efforts these last six months. I couldn't be prouder to work with these men, and our team is in great hands. I want to thank President McRobbie, Scott Dolson, our administration, and our medical staff for keeping our players safe. Our number one priority has, has um, always has been and will continue to be the health and well-being of our players. While this is difficult, to, uh, this is a difficult day. The decision is in the best interest of our players. The future is bright for Indiana football, and we will continue the relentless pursuit of our goals. Leo, uh, it's it's just a tough day all around, and it's you know I, I don't think that the spring season. I, I don't know if it's going to happen. I would put the odds probably at 50-50. We have to get this under control. We had our shot to get it under control uh, before. We haven't done that. We have to be much better. Uh, But we'll see where it goes. And, you know, it's – there's a lot of questions that have to be asked. Uh, What happens with with – what happens with scholarships? Do guys come back, uh, you know – is there going to be a one-time exemption of the 85 scholarship rule? Uh, things like that. Um, are players going to transfer out now uh, and, and try and play in the Big 12, ACC, and SEC, or the AAC, whatever conferences uh, are left standing at the end of this? Are players going to transfer out to go play? Uh, or are they going to take an available red shirt? Are they going to get the year back? There's just a lot of stuff to figure out. This buys the Big Ten a little bit of time. I don't think they have as much time as other people think, uh, but it buys you a little bit of time to figure that stuff out. And these are all important questions. Uh, now, if you look at IU uh, individually as a team, I don't don't think that there will be many players opting out to go prepare for the NFL. All the guys who are NFL prospects need those games and game film to show scouts and, and NFL teams, hey, this is what I could do, and things like that. So even if they played in the spring, you could see a guy 
red shirt, um, take a red shirt year, or, you know, just say, Hey, I, if I could get my guaranteed year back, um, I'll, I'll come back in the fall and, and play uh, and things like that. So we'll see. Uh, final thoughts, TJ, from you. Well, uh, all very good questions. Um, all things that, that we don't have answers to yet. I, I, I think we will find out in the coming months uh, the answers to a lot of those things. I, I'm, I'm certainly hopeful that the, the Big Ten does. It's important to make that distinction. Uh, people that will you know, get on Facebook or, or Twitter or whatever uh, right now and you know, rail on the NCAA and lambast the NCAA, which, look, the NCAA has a lot of issues. I get it. They have nothing to do with any of these decisions. Nothing. This is entirely run by the conferences, and the decision to cancel or postpone is very largely one that is made by medical experts, uh, the committee of, of you know, medical professionals that, that the Big Ten has, and then university presidents going with that information. Uh, you know, those that are railing on Kevin Warren, the Big Ten commissioner, or on the NCAA, uh, I, I don't think have gotten all of their, their facts uh, lined up before coming up with those opinions, which I get it, that's what the internet is, but still. Um, I, I hope that the Big Ten does whatever they can to help support players through this. Uh, this is whatever emotions we have over the loss of the season, uh, I'm sure pales in comparison to the players that have put in, you know, the, the blood, sweat, and tears to get themselves ready. Uh, and I hope that the NCAA, or that the uh, Big Ten will do whatever they can uh, to make sure that those who want to play and not lose eligibility still have their scholarships, that those who uh, need emotional support, medical support, whatever, uh, that they give that support to them through this. Uh, that, as far as the impact it's going to have on, on the IU program or the Big Ten as a whole, I think that that's going to largely be determined by what the remaining power conferences end up doing. Uh, and we'll see what advantages or disadvantages they have over time as, as this evolves. It's a situation where I was going to continue to cover uh, and stay plugged in on. And my, my only hope is that, that we as a country can somehow get a grasp on this before more things that we you know, hold dear are taken from us, whether that's people, jobs, or, or our sports. Uh, because this has been, you know, a year that I don't think any of us are going to forget, and this is another uh, in a growing list of things that has been taken away because of our inability as a country to get this under control. Yeah, I agree. And then, you know, you look at um, – you just look at everything. You, you need – especially on the mental health things where, where the Big Ten is taking that so seriously. 
and you look at what former Hoosier Sean Riggins has gone through as well, it, it is a huge blow to them. This is, you know, it, it, they've spent countless hours putting in the work and, and their entire lives to do this. So it, it's going to be a hit on, on your emotions, on your mental well-being and all of that stuff. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Uh, TJ will have some sort of coverage this fall, whether that's if I use practicing, if we get to talk to guys or things like that, or we'll come up with something fun uh, for football fans, Big Ten football fans that um, that are missing some games. Maybe I'll take a look at some classic games or things like that. I do want to take this opportunity um, to do two things. One, I, I'm, we're going to pause our countdown to kickoff now that um, it's official that there will be no season if – the entire season is totally canceled until the fall of 2021. We will profile the players that we have left. It's only fair to them um, and things like that. Two, I want to give a huge shout out to you guys uh, who write for me at Hoosier Huddle. You guys have done a tremendous job. It is very, very difficult without having the certainty that a season would be played to do all these previews and put in the time and effort um, and all that stuff. So, TJ, thank you for your your help and your work. Uh, I want to give a big shout-out to Amanda Pavelka, Andrew Walker, Alex Compton, Nathan Comp, Juliet Gahan, as well as Evan McShane, and uh, there's one more. And, uh, and the rest of you all. So I appreciate it. And, uh, you know, hopefully we can get back. Uh, we can get back to stuff. So we'll, we'll see. Um, and with that, we'll uh, ask TJ for final words. We'll get in an ad read and we'll head to, uh, we'll head to the abyss. Yeah, I'll, uh, I echo those sentiments. Really uh, appreciate and enjoy the, uh, you know, working with uh, with the rest of the team. And um, you know, it's it's sad that we're not going to have have a season to to enjoy. Uh, my thoughts are are with you know the players that uh, and the communities that that are losing so much uh, with with this decision. And I. You know, my, I'm, I'm angry, uh, pissed off about it, trying to hold my emotions in check with the uh, just rage that I, that I have towards uh, the current federal administration and what I hope will be, uh, will be changes as a country that we make to get this under control because, uh, you know, we've, we've lost far too much already and uh, I, I, I'm looking forward to a time when we can, you know, enjoy uh, collegiate sports once again. I, I hope that that's IU basketball. I'm not optimistic. Uh, and whenever our Indiana Hoosiers take the football field once again, you know, we'll be there as a site covering it. We don't know when that's going to be, uh, but we'll do whatever we can to get through it. And once we get back to games, it's going to be all the sweeter. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, that's hopefully the reward if we take this, if we get serious about about this. If, um, 
you know, the people who have uh, poo-pooed the virus uh, start taking it seriously. Maybe we can have a spring season uh, and, and some sort of football and get ready for a 2021 fall season where the Hoosiers, again, should be pretty good. Um, so we'll see. Anyway, let's get to our friends over at Bet Online. I know this is a tough ad read with college football not, not being bet. Um, so as sports keep coming back outside of Big Ten football, uh, so does your chance uh, to bet on them with our exclusive wagering partner, BetOnline, uh, online.ag. Major League Baseball and the NBA are in full swing, and there are no shortages of ways to get in the action. BetOnline has all the odds, futures, and props for you to bet on. Also, tune in as Floyd Money Mayweather joins bet, the BetOnline team in a new segment called The Ice is Right, where he talks about his expensive, expansive jewelry collection. He'll give you a chance to win some great prizes and bet on the cost of his bling. Visit betonline.ag today to check out all the odds and up-to-date sports news. Don't forget to sign up and take advantage of all the Welcome Back to Sports bonuses. BetOnline, your wagering experts. All right, so thanks for joining us on the big uh, on the Hoosier Huddle podcast. Keep coming back. We'll have everything covered as stuff develops on HoosierHuddle.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Hoosier underscore Huddle. Join our Facebook group as well. We'll try and engage the fans as much as possible as, uh, as we go forward and hope for a spring season. Uh, one more uh, thing, the Armchair Scholarship is still being offered. Um, at the end of May, Armchair Media, Media signed off on a year-long network sponsorship deal allowing the company to grow our podcast and video network. Armchair uh, will be issuing four $500 scholarships per semester to aspiring black creatives. If you've ever been dismissed as having an unrealistic career path, if you've ever butted heads with parents or teachers because they don't recognize exactly what you want to do with your life, if you have feared to express yourself or put, uh, or put your work into the world due to potential backlash, we strongly encourage you to apply. We're recognizing that there are creatives out there who may have bypassed college to pursue other avenues who didn't, didn't get into college because their passions didn't translate to collegiate testing or who did not have access to the financial means to pay for college. This is why there are only three requirements for eligibility. Being a black creative, you're under the age of 21 and you submit a project, whether that's graphic design, photography, writing, audio or video, journalism, creative writing as well, to scholarship at armchairallamericans.com. And we also have our continuing um, promotion with Manscaped. Uh, if you are in need in manscaping, head over to manscaped.com. Use the uh, promo code armchair to receive 20% off and free shipping uh, on your first order. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And use the code armchair. It's time to uh, grab 2020 by the horns by shaving from uh, by shaving. All right. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. We'll be back. Um, Hopefully soon with uh, with some fun podcasts and fun content. Thank you, TJ, for joining us, and we'll see everybody uh, soon. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for or the perfect table. 
Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. J.J. has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives, there's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard. BMW, the ultimate driving machine. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be.